Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and realizes that gravity powers couldn't be given to a more stable guy for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at NC- MCU underscore rewind. Give us a five star rating on whatever podcast app you're currently using. Or, and tell all the people you know and strangers about this podcast. As always, uh, after we finish a season, which will be in a, about three weeks, we'll be doing a scroll episode, our episode where we randomly transform our podcast into something else. Uh, still a podcast, but we just rip off other people. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you have any ideas of what you want to see in our scroll episode, let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or on G- at Gmail at uh, mcurewind at gmail.com uh, without the, uh, the underscore this time. And with that, today's episode is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 19, Option 2, original air date, April 27th, 2018. And here's a quick rundown of what happens in this episode. The Shieldies plan to take the gravitonium they have and hurl it into the sun. There are other Shield people in the room at the time, just pointed out, because there was no one in the lighthouse the past few episodes. Anyway, the Shieldies argue whether killing Ruby was the right decision or not. Coulson ends the conversation and sends everyone on their merry way. Talbot starts the episode off by continuously repeating numbers in his sleep. When he wakes up, he calls for Coulson to warn him that when he complied earlier, he sent out the location of the lighthouse. And that's right when a big-ass alien ship shows up. Because Coulson is impatient, the lighthouse goes into lockdown mode. Kovas shows us uh, shows up on the lighthouse screens and he chats with Coulson, saying he wants the gravitonium. Moving on, Coulson realizes that the aliens have a teleporter, so the lighthouse being in lockdown mode makes them sitting ducks, or slowly moving ducks. Either way, this is your classic ducks versus horses scenario. Luckily, the shieldies are mighty ducks, so they can fight back. Uh, Completely changing uh, things, Deke explains that the marauders attacking have claws and bring the darkness to the fight and have the ability to stop electricity, like an EMP, so you don't have to fight them, uh, or so you don't want to fight them. Also, like horses. The Shieldies develop a plan to override the controls to the lighthouse and get out, but the Marauders destroy it, like how horses destroy all of your plans. While defending the lab, Talbot gets into the chamber and injects himself with the other 91% of gravitonium that didn't go into Ruby and isn't in one completely separate capsule. After a successful transfer, Talbot now has the power to control gravity, and maybe even the power to destroy worlds. Anyway, right when it seemed like the Shieldies were going to be killed by the Marauders, Talbot shows up to even the odds and save everyone. The Mighty Ducks win again. Talbot ends things by taking himself and Coulson up to the alien spaceship. In an unrelated part of the story, the Candyman gives us even more callbacks to earlier seasons of the show by telling Daisy that he got some Deathlock tech, and says that it was used on John Garrett to keep him alive. It had a component that they got from Afterlife, so Daisy has to go to her mom's decomposed body and steal it. Uh, Completely separate, Mac and Yo-Yo have a heart-to-heart argument. 
Well, yeah, I, that no, was it's actually not. You made it sound heartwarming, <laughs> but it was actually quite sad. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Uh, yeah, that that intro or that uh, that rundown longer than I meant it to be. I'm sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, since you spent like half an hour on that, I guess it's time to move on to our fast facts. Yeah, these these will be quicker. I okay. don't promise that, but I'm I'm going to make that statement. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I so, never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Uh, so what's your fast fact, Al? Uh, I have two, actually. Huh? Uh, so the first one, um, so at some point Fitz uh, says that they will know when they change the future when Deke blinks away from existence. Um, unfortunately, that's not how time travel stuff works in Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if if they change the future, like your your matter is still there. You're not you're not gone. Um, although I guess. I guess it probably happens sometimes, depending on who's writing it and, and all that stuff. Because I can think of one thing I know of where that did happen. So, all right, never mind. But yeah, that's that's something. Are you talking to, about something nope. we haven't covered yet? Yes, I am. Okay. I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be complaining about that a lot later on. Yes. Uh, and then the other fast fact is uh, the Candyman mentions, quote, all this weird stuff happening in New York. So he's referencing the beginning of Avengers Infinity War, um, the essentially the open the opening fight that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're curious uh, about that, we just covered the past three episodes on that. So feel free to go listen to that if you haven't already. Yeah. I mean, in, in this little thing called Infinity War, I... I'm mm-hmm. assuming because this episode uh, aired one day after Infinity War uh, came out, uh, mm-hmm. and they knew that everyone in the world who watches Agents of Shield had seen that movie in the previous night. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Or or they were seeing it that day, and will be watching this episode of Agents of Shield later on, like the day mm-hmm. after or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I'm going to start mine with the uh, title, which originally just guessing without watching the episode, I said that because um, I remember this was the episode when Talbot gets his powers. So if it's not Daisy ending the world, Talbot's option number two. Mm-hmm. But in a much better turn of events, this called option two because Coulson doesn't wait to hear the whole menu on the call. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and he hits option two, right? Because option three was the uh, alien invasion. Yeah. Yep. Option two okay. was uh, nuclear winter. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what do you think what would would have happened if they had gone with option three, right? Because because mm-hmm. option two is all right, go into complete lockdown mode and wait. I think he said fifty years or something. Yeah. So, what do you think the lighthouse would have done if aliens? If, if, if he had selected the proper uh, option of uh, alien invasion. Shot missiles. Uh, upload a virus. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what what other ways have aliens been defeated in movies? <laughs> um, okay, now when you said upload a virus, I assume that's 
um, computer virus, Independence Day. Yes. Uh, also, it could be biological virus. Oh, yeah. War of the Worlds. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's an option. Um, oh, uh, playing like old timey music like Mars Attacks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good <laughs> good way to, to win the war. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah. OK. So th- they had some options. Yeah. It was probably all of them. Just just to be safe, right? Because you don't know different kinds of aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, you already talked about in your intro about uh, all the references that Candyman makes to uh, season one, pretty much. Centipede, Garrett, mm-hmm. Deathlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get, uh, not from Candyman, uh, that their plan is to shoot Gravitonium into the sun. Yes. Which is what they be- used to believe um, that shield used to do to like 08 force that were too dangerous. <laughs> oh, that's right. I completely forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm sure cool. that much gravitonium would have no effect on the sun. <laughs> that's what I was curious about, <laughs> right? Like it's, I don't know. It seems to be insanely powerful. Um, um, I mean, in I theory, get the sun is huge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like, in theory, this whoever ends up with probably this gravitonium is the person who can destroy worlds, right? Which they saw the effect of this later. So, like gravitonium, like if gravitonium isn't destroyed when it ends up on the sun, will it just do do nothing? I don't. I don't know. This feels like I feel like it could ca- uh, cause like a black hole <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Talbot gets his powers this episode, and we see, uh, that, uh, in, like, one of the last scenes, you see blood smeared on the Gravitonium case to reveal Mm -hmm. his superhero, or supervillain name, as Graviton. (laughs) Al, what do you know about Graviton in the comics? Not a thing. Okay. Uh, I I probably heard the name before, and that's it. (laughs) I guarantee you've heard this name before roughly six years ago when we started this podcast. Um, Because in the comics, Graviton, uh, his civilian name was Franklin Hall. So the episode where Franklin Hall was um, talked about, I'm sure I brought up this Easter egg. (laughs) You probably did, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was even before this episode dropped, uh, aired, so we didn't know that the return of Graviton. Uh, but yeah, he was Franklin Hall in the comics. He was in Avengers number 158 in January 1977. And his look is like long hair, so not exactly like Talbot, but he's got a bushy beard and a blue shirt and a cape, which he will probably get a cape soon. Um, but he's uh, he was a mad scientist who had an accent and then could control gravity. Gravitonium wasn't a thing in the comics. Um but he was defeated by the Avengers and sucked into another dimension. He came back. Then he was defeated by the Thunderbolts and sucked into the same dimension. And then he came back again and he was defeated by the Hulk and sucked into another dimension. So he doesn't have a great track record. <laughs> no, no, he really does not. Okay. Well, Although let's I, see if, if Talbot ends up in another dimension. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that uh, he doesn't because I don't remember where he goes. Uh, same. I, I hope he ends up in another dimension and he comes back in the Thunderbolts. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens in a few episodes. And finally, we have Superhero Landing number 151. Uh, one of the alien people, the Remorath, 
uh, do an unnecessary backflip or front flip into the control room when they finally break in and land in the superhero landing. So, <laughs> I think okay. he did it just to get on my list. I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was that was specifically the plan. It wasn't in the script or anything, but it looked mm-hmm. cool, so they they kept it in. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story, and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I so, never said I mean, you're a superhero. Didn't. Mm-mm. Well, good because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know. It kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. Of... Al, I'm crying of everywhere in these notes, so where do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, um, I, let's, let's start with, um, oh boy. Uh, it's a little hard because these characters all interact with each other, so I'm just... I'm going to go chronologically. At the beginning, we have a bunch of characters all arguing with each other for mm-hmm. the most part about whether killing Ruby was the right thing to do or not. Yeah. They're all mad at Yo-Yo, for, or most of them are mad at Yo-Yo for killing Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Some Fitz is on him. Yo-Yo's side, <laughs> but that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, what? They kill a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we don't see it that often. Um, then again, there are a lot of times where they're using bullets instead of icers. Mm-hmm. And those are times where I think, oh, they could be using an icer, but no, they're choosing to go with the lethal option. Yeah. So uh, there's that. But yes, they do. They kill a lot of people. Yeah. Why is this the... Other than the fact that they want drama for the episode. Why is this the thing that they're all up in arms about? <laughs> I can't think of a reason. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, okay. I actually... Uh, because that character, Ruby, mm-hmm. was a named character. Not some red shirt that uh, they can just well, kill a bunch of. Yeah, Her shirt was red after you killed her. But dum bum Yes, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, right? Like, I don't, I don't think of a, I can't think of a, a specific reason. I mean, I guess, I guess, really, what it comes down to is in that moment when Yo Yo killed her, it was a cold blood thing. Like, she just saw her and immediately went for the kill. Uh, versus the, I don't know. I guess the the Jedi code of don't kill unless you absolutely have to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at the moment, at that moment in time, Ruby wasn't attacking them. Uh, so they didn't mm-hmm. need to kill her kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I had this problem uh, a couple weeks ago when I just wanted the shieldies to be completely cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's just like, I, whose side? I, I take Yo-Yo's side. Whose side do you take in this situation? <laughs> oh, I mean... Yeah, I guess I don't know. They they know exactly what's going to happen. That at some point, the person with all this gravitonium will destroy the planet. I guess mm-hmm. so. I don't. It, it's hard to see how Yo Yo was wrong in this situation. Like, I, then again, they never saw anything with Ruby. And again, they also never saw anything with Talbot. But here we are. Like we as the audience have seen uh, that drawing from 
uh, Robin already, basically yeah. saying it's it's Talbot. Uh, and hey, he gets those powers this episode, so uh, there's that. Um, so it was kind of a done for nothing, but they don't know that. So mm-hmm. I, it's it's hard. I I guess yeah. I I do. I don't fault Yo Yo for doing it. I think that's that's the most definitive answer I can come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Yo Yo's argument saying that uh, Coulson should have left Daisy in the future? That one, I I mean. It's that one I don't agree with as much because mm-hmm. this is all time travel stuff that we don't know and they don't know, right? Like, yeah, Yo Yo doesn't know. Like, okay, at that moment in time, the assumption was that Daisy is the one who destroys the planet, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that for a fact. It's just rumor, right? It's it's something that people had said that it was always Daisy Quake Johnson, and I. I don't agree with Yo-Yo in the fact that she wanted to leave Daisy in the future because they didn't know that for sure. I, they, they they know very little. So like, yeah, it's not. And from what we know now, again, seeing the uh, premonition from Robin basically drawn out, it looks like it's probably not Daisy. So that's good. Well, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I'm of the mentality is like the worst thing that can happen is the end of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you need to start making sacrifices. If, if Daisy's left in the future, that's a change. So, there's a chance that things would get better. That's true. There is a yeah. chance. Is it a good chance? We don't know, right? Because they just lost one of their heaviest hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also a a tech person too right so they they lost the 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 uh dual classing character over there so. yeah but they got deke so that's a also game. yeah uh, <laughs> it's uh, that's that's something <laughs> yeah um yeah exactly i mean it's mm. you know i i think we talked about something like this uh a couple weeks ago when there was the the um, decision that Fitz was given of either put that machine together or Ruby was going to oh, kill yeah. Simmons, right? Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in their minds, they're invincible, but also they still have to do it. So in his mind, oh. he he has to do it. Otherwise, she dies and he's he's not going to sacrifice her, I assume. Also, if they so. somehow break the loop, they are no longer invincible. Yeah, that part too. Yes. So yeah, yeah you want to break the loop in a different way, preferably. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So after this, uh, Yo-Yo has like a talk with Mac and a talk with May. Uh, Mac kind of like he's not sure he can forgive Yo-Yo for killing uh, someone. Um, Mac, who killed Gordon famously, uh, mm-hmm. but he wasn't fe- pure human. So I guess Mac's cool with it. <laughs> it was also mid fight. Like Gordon was trying to kill him at that moment in time. But yes, yeah. Okay. Um which which is again what I keep going back to like all right, they it's okay to kill mid fight, but when it's when you have a break from the fight in between matches, then that seems to be their moral code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with their moral code, but okay. <laughs> Same, but uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but this reminds me a little bit of uh, what we talked about in Infinity War, where Cap and Vision are talking about whether or not they can trade lives. Though Max says any life is or we should strive not to kill anybody which you know is a great moral code when the stake of the world's not or when the world's not at stake <laughs> i mean yeah it's it's good to not kill people i agree with that statement yeah. uh avoid it as much as possible mm-hmm. but sometimes uh, unavoidable yeah exactly as mac knows like just like you call that when he killed gordon yeah mm-hmm. all right so uh she also talks to may uh and I, I get, like this little insight into May. She talks about Bahrain and what she mm-hmm. had to do killing the little girl, the little inhuman girl. Um, because it not only changes you as a person, because it does, but it also changes how people see you. So mm-hmm. Yo-Yo, unlike May, thinks she's completely in the right, but she needs to adjust that other people might not see her that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then she goes, for my yo-yo section, then she goes to get Talbot. And that's my last note for just <laughs> yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, her, her mission is to get Talbot out and keep him safe and all that, because as, as the S.H.I.E.L.D. base, they're planning to evacuate, I guess, as soon as they can. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be easy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have Phil next, unless you want to go somewhere else. Um, yeah, let's talk about him. All right. Well, in the middle of that big argument in the control room, uh, Phil takes control and stops, mm-hmm. shuts the argument down, which was good, uh, good on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a note about that, actually. Like, this is him showing that he knows when he needs to be a tough leader, right? Because he mm-hmm. said, he yells to everyone, um, what was it? Uh, I made that decision and I'll be making the rest for today. It's over. Go do your job. So, like, he, he knows, like, okay, this, at this point, we've kind of crossed the line. Like, we need to do our jobs. We, we need to, like, fix whatever it is we're, we're trying to fix. So, like, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he is a good leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, when you say he's making decisions, he does make a decision when Rick Stoner tells him that they've planned for the end of the world. He decisively picks option two. Mm-hmm. Uh, option one being weather disaster. Option three, we don't know. So uh, option two, nuclear events, probably the closest thing. Who would ever expect probably. alien yeah. invasion to be on there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, alien invasion is probably like the most random of the items, right? Weather, mm-hmm. okay, I guess you can make some assumptions like... I guess with weather, really, you're just going into lockdown mode yeah. for like a month, I guess. Uh, nuclear fallout. Okay, lockdown mode for years. Alien invasion. I don't know if you even need to go into lockdown mode for that, right? Because that's that's just going to be a grab bag of potential defenses and offenses. Well, now that we're talking about this here, uh, oh, earlier okay. I had a different answer. Maybe alien invasion is another lockdown but just assuming the Earth is destroyed and they have to float in space for upwards of 70 years. Oh, yeah, okay. So different forms of lockdown. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, that that was probably uh, what Rick Stoner's plan. is just like, uh, intruder on camp on site, lockdown. Uh, mm-hmm. ran, out, ran out of mustard, lockdown. And yeah. that's why he got paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I think he invented the word, word lockdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't prove it, but I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to Google that. 
So that's right. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, they're locked down for 15 years. I wrote that down. Not 15. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I love Coulson's announcement. <laughs> it's like, yep, there's aliens above. We may be locked down for 15 years. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, guys. I mean, yeah, there's always an override of some sort. So yeah. I, I'm sure he wasn't that worried about it. Yeah. And then after the announcement, uh, the aliens do a Zoom call. Uh, Kovacs calls them. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, tells pretty him, much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Coulson yeah, tells ahead. him the truth <laughs> that they're locked down, and someone hopefully will blow them out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is something I've had a problem with in Infinity War and here. There seems to be a lack of air support. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I, I guess it comes down to your organization right like the avengers mm. are super people right people with yes. powers essentially uh and some of them can fly right mm-hmm. we, we've got you know iron man war machine falcon thor maybe oh. wanda I, yeah. d- at that moment in time she can she she propels herself in a way oh mm-hmm. vision <laughs> that's pretty much it um so that's that's Pretty much it there. Here with the shieldies or shield in general, it's it's all vehicle stuff. They have they're essentially a small mm-hmm. military force, um, but they don't yeah. they don't contact other organizations. Yes, but there's an alien above U.S. soil here and in New York, and we do mm-hmm. not see jet scrambled. <laughs> yeah, we don't see. Yeah. The last time I remember seeing jet scrambled at all was the British Army in. Or British Air Force in Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, there weren't jets in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Well, there were supposed to be, but the Winter Soldier destroys mm-hmm. them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of air support being lacking. <sighs> I was going to bring that up with the Infinity War in the Battle of Wakanda, where like, where is <laughs> the Wakandan air support? But it did get destroyed probably like months ago or weeks ago in the <laughs> Wakandan Civil War. Yeah, I'm not too sure what the timeline is on that, but yeah, if it was just a couple weeks ago, they they've got some time to like before they. I assume that they they can be back up to speed. Yeah. Um, if it was a year ago, uh, that's a whole separate thing because. That movie took place like, I mean, the the beginning of that movie was mm-hmm. the uh, T'Challa's funeral, right? Yes. So, so, which would have been very soon after the events of Civil War, which was like a at least a year. I don't I don't know what the timeline is. Um, there's a book coming out soon that's the official timeline of the MCU. I already pre ordered it. Oh, really? So I yes, I will be looking forward to that to see all of this. Um, but hopefully, it's, it's within the hopefully next has, yeah. it has everything, including S.H.I.E.L.D., because I want to know how all this breaks down, which it won't. I'm sure it won't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ugh. But yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the military does not show up here or in New York, so sucks for them. <laughs> or maybe it does, yeah. and we well, just don't hear about it because they're like alien shielding and shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I, the other thing also is timing, right? Like, 
you know, a military force showing up takes some time to get there. Um, you know, with the stuff in New York, that was like, there was the one scene in New York, right? It was right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, alien ship showed up. There was some skirmish and then the ship left. Yeah. And that was it, right? We, we don't see it in New York again in, in the movie and, and all of that. Like that's, I don't know, maybe, maybe an hour. Like, even, maybe even a half hour, right? That's possible. I would like to believe if aliens came down for 20 minutes, we would have... America, who spends this much on defense, would have something scrambled within that time. I would like to believe that, too. Yeah. But, I don't know. So far, like, given what we've seen in the MCU, <laughs> there's no proof that that's how that works. Well, I mean, most of their... <laughs> I wonder... It's hard. I was going to say... That they probably spend less on defense because they have the Avengers, but also all these other alien things have been coming out, so maybe they have spend more on defense. Yeah, I, I mean, considering what Hale has access to, and she's, mm-hmm. I mean, Hydra, but she's still part of a military force. She force. she has access to quite a lot, yeah? So, yeah. Hmm. I, I feel like they get a lot of funding for potential defense of things i'm 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 sure after the events of the avengers after the the battle of new york there was a renewed sense of spending on the militaries yeah yeah because i'm always fascinated that in the course of a year like iron man like stopped all world war all war around the world (laughs) because they say in iron man 2 yeah i mean he he says that but that's that feels like more of a marketing spin Mm-hmm. Okay, he think like <laughs> uh, stopped all the wars that Tony cares about. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. There's always okay. going to be conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, Coulson finds out that Daisy's gone dark. Uh, mm-hmm. he kind of freaks out a little bit, and mm-hmm. Yo-Yo yeah. realizes that hey, this is how they lose by splitting up trying to save Coulson. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she also realized that, that uh, she killed Ruby for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, depends on your if point she of didn't. View. I think yeah, I think uh, Yo Yo is still kind of okay with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe maybe she's a little like now she's might feel a little uh, sad. I guess like okay, I guess I didn't have to kill her little sad about that but at the same time she was going to be a continuous enemy right mm-hmm. she would keep coming after them and even with just eight percent gravitonium in her that was she was pretty powerful yeah she, she was a she would be able to just solo wipe all of the shieldies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh at, this is the time when yo-yo decides to tell the team that future yo-yo told her to to let colson die that's how that's the reason the world ended before Mm-hmm. I personally think that Yo-Yo should have told everybody, or at least Coulson this, immediately upon returning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she shouldn't have felt like... I when... understand not telling mm-hmm. May, or... I mean, the rest of the team. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Coulson, the man who makes decisions. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, to be fair, he did already say, I don't want anyone to mm-hmm. save me. I, I want to die this time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe she was like, "Well, he he wants to die. Ah, eh, we'll just let him." Oh no, they they're not going to let him. Oh no, yeah. 
Then Yo-Yo has to actively murder him. Yes, that's right. That's what she's going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like this moment where May kind of says, like, Robin says that Coulson will put the pieces together. And at that same scene, Coulson is literally putting the pieces together in his brain, saying that the aliens will show up because of their stupid teleportation device where they can get in but can't get out. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably this- not the exact scene uh, Robin was referencing. No, but- this is exactly it. This is it. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, there's only three episodes left. How he doesn't have that much time to put pieces together. Uh, that's right. Hey, you know what? Once you're done, you're done. You can be like, you're, you're either still putting the pieces together or you're, you're not. So it, it, it could be this episode. It could be the very last, uh, few minutes of the finale. We don't that's know. ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Anything else for Philip J. Colson? Uh, no. No, that's it. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a good amount of stuff towards the beginning, and then towards the end, it was really just try to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Fitz family. Uh, Deke, assuming Fitz. I know his last name is Shaw. Leo Fitz and Gemma Fitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about multiverse theory. Um, Deke apparently is more accurate to the MCU than uh, than Fitz is, so they don't know this yet. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, no one knows. They're all just making stuff up, but yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. Within yeah. <laughs> a majority of the MCU. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're... Uh, Fitz thinks that as soon as they fix everything, Deke will just blink out of existence. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, again, not true, but also it doesn't, it would cause a bunch of paradoxes if he just blinked out of existence, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Because the, I guess the, the assumption is, oh, he's not here, so he was never here. He could mm-hmm. never have been here. But he's already affected this timeline. Yeah. So then... He it would have to go back to before he showed up, but then that he does show up to change. And it, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. That's why time travel is awesome, right? Al? Uh, not the words I would choose to say, but oh, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, chronological <laughs> teleportation is awesome, right? Al? Oh yeah, definitely. When you yeah, put okay, it that cool. way, it's it's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, the aliens attack. And as Zeke is transporting the Gravitonium, uh, and he hides because he knows this space better than literally anyone alive. Because he's lived there his entire life. Yeah. And, and not just lived there, like he's survived there his entire yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the place goes in lockdown, uh, Fitz Fitz, uh, Leo Fitz, uh, Oh, actually, no. Fitz, Fitz, uh, split up. That's what I wrote. So Gemma Fitz, Leo Fitz <laughs> go two different places. Uh, mm-hmm. Deke very against this because he needs them to survive, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Leo Fitz goes down uh, to level 17 where he thinks to bypass everything with a red shirt. And you know what? <laughs> At, I would think just like, I know who the leaders are. I know the track record of everyone who hangs out with them. Only Piper and Davis survive. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
maybe I have too much self-preservation to be one of these <laughs> super spies or in the military or in the police force. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I And I say self-preservation, not cowardice. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I not don't running like away different. at the first sign of danger. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't feel like defining that difference, but I'm sure there is one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, running away at the first sign of danger versus just trying to survive. Like, mm-hmm. okay, obviously we're going to lose this fight. Let's regroup, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, in a shocking turn of events, uh, that red shirt does get killed, and uh, Deke saves him. Uh, in a scene that is, have you ever played Alien Isolation? The alien invasion? No, I oh. I know of it, but I never played it. Yeah. This scene, just for a couple minutes, or maybe less than a minute, it feels exactly like that. <laughs> mm. uh, and you know what? I wish it was more. I wish the whole rest of the <laughs> season was just them running around the base. Because that's how long and, the, the game lasts. And, and this is something like just trying to survive when there's this something in the shadows that could kill you at any point in time, right? Not, not only that, something that's pretty much immune to all your weapons. Oh, oh yeah, that too. True. Yeah, because yeah, they can shoot them with their guns and that doesn't do anything. Icers do nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, luckily, hand-to-hand combat seemed to go really well. That is good. Yes. Yeah. Lucky for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they have to uh, set up like a last stand. We've got Yo-Yo, uh, Gemma Fitz, and Talbot in the Gravitonian room. We've mm-hmm. got everyone except for Daisy, who's not on there, uh, in the control room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so two... Was it Davis and Piper who go with Yo-Yo outside the room? Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. Because and and the reason I remember that is because they don't die. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they don't die. There, there was a line. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit later with with Davis. But he he had some one off line that they were kind of meta joking uh, mm-hmm. in the episode, and so they they talked about that some more then. But yeah, it was it was those three together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but almost as soon as they leave, uh, Talbot ices uh, Simmons and. We'll talk about what he does in a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he can fix this, right? That's what he yeah. wants to do. He wants to fix it. So are humans the most vulnerable race in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> because bullets kill us, or at least <sighs> very much hurt us, where they don't seem to hurt any alien at all. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the 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 common thing throughout all fiction. Right. When you when you bring in something else, right, like either either sci fi like this Mm -hmm. or something fantasy, right, like D&D, at least different races, you get like different stat bonuses and some default feats and and skills and all that stuff. But humans are like, nah, humans don't get anything. But that means you get a bonus because if you specialize, like you can choose what to specialize in. And that kind of seems to be the the common thing, right? Like. When you look at some alien race, like, yeah, they're all, they're, they're the warrior society. So they're mm-hmm. all warriors. Where did they get all their technology? No one knows because they're only warriors. Uh, stuff like that, right? Versus humans, yeah. like, you've got a range and it's, it's, it's teamwork and all that stuff. So to answer your question, yes, obviously. Um, <laughs> but the strength is 
is teamwork, I guess. That's that's all I can think of. Yeah. Uh, or in Star Trek, their strength is humanity because humans are the best. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's that, why all that... the best uh, the best captains are always human. Mm-hmm. Earthlings, Earthling humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star is pretty good. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of different captains. Like obviously, number one at the top of everyone's list is Janeway. Uh, followed, uh, no, I'm kidding. Obviously, it's Cisco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Followed by Archer. Yeah, Cisco. Uh, Archer, Cisco is the Janeway. best. The best captain. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of other captains. Like we don't see. There's no show that follows an, an alien captain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Discovery. Well, I was of. gonna say Discovery f- briefly. Saru, and he's he isn't bad. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We know Spock is briefly captain sometimes. Yeah, it was a little back and forth. But even Spock is like the half human side of him. Yeah. So they, they're like, all right, it's it's kind of just and over time, like you, you, you can can upgrade him, but you yeah. got to quickly downgrade yeah. him. Uh, yeah. Spoilers for season three of Picard. Mm-hmm. So uh, go for 30 seconds. Uh, I guess Worf was captain for a little bit and he destroyed one of the Enterprises. <laughs> OK, yeah, so. Yeah, but humans are good at flying spaceships, apparently. Sure, yeah, I guess yeah. so. And so are Wookiees. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the aliens, uh, the Remorath, is what they're called, burst in, mm-hmm. and well, as they're preparing, Mac gives Coulson the shotgun axe, and Coulson is actually touched. <laughs> Yeah. He, oh, he is. He's like, oh, really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, it's um, uh, so for uh, a, like a half second, I, I compared that in my mind to um, kind of that scene in uh, was it Star Wars The Force Awakens where and I guess uh, spoilers if you're going to if you're, you care about that uh, for this eight year old movie. Yeah, I don't. Eight, eight years. Okay, twenty fifteen. All right. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so because um, there's a that scene halfway through the film where um, where Han Solo is like, "Hey, Chewbacca, let me let me use your 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 bowcaster." So he finally uses like, "Oh, this is awesome. Should have mm-hmm. been using this the entire time." Anyway, and then he dies uh, at the end yeah. of the movie. And so <laughs> I was thinking, like, wait, does does Coulson die here at the end of this episode? Because that would suck. Oh no. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I genuinely like The Force Awakens. I know a lot of people have the problems with it, but mm-hmm. uh, the one thing I don't believe about that movie is in their forty years of friendship, mm-hmm. Chewie never let him use the bowcaster. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Either either he absolutely never let him use it, and so why would he let him use it here? Or he used it all the time, and like it's like yeah, sure. Are you saying that at this point Han Solo is going senile and just doesn't remember it? <laughs> That's entirely possible. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hear it here first. Al said that Han Solo is senile. Yeah. It it started in um it started really young for him too, actually. It started in solo. It was halfway through that movie. Uh and then it just went the rest of his life. Yeah. When he couldn't remember his last name, so they had to give him Solo as his last name. The, uh a little bit later, but I mean that was an early signs. Yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Coulson makes May take a gun, uh, a useless gun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with uh, another callback to that episode yeah. uh, where back in, in season one, episode two, where she uh, said that she, if she needs a gun, she'll take it. Yeah. It's crazy that they're doing all these callbacks to early to, to season one, when we know there's two ep- two more seasons after this. It's almost like yes. they're preparing for the end of the show. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yes, but all is lost. They use all the ammo and does nothing to these uh, machines. <laughs> and uh, Coles is uh, knocked down. You think he's going to die when a new hero enters the scene? So we'll talk about the guy in, the, in that him and guy in the chair. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to ask. Uh, I, I I meant to actually ask you before we sat down where we were going to put Talbot. Uh, but yeah, I guess for now he's still good in in guy in the chair. I don't know what yeah. we're gonna do with him for the rest of the season, but okay, well, I'm sure he's gonna be a good guy, right? Well, yeah, but like, do we leave him guy in the chair? Do we upgrade him to here? I I don't know. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out episode by episode. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Sure. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um. So I think this is everything we have done in the base, right? In the lighthouse, we've got a little bit with Daisy off the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, for the most part, yeah, everyone just stayed in the base and tried not to die. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everyone except for a couple of red shirts succeeded in that mission. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Daisy's going to get Robin to protect her, um, with a secret mission from May to find a way to save Coulson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she meets up with Candyman. Uh, so. Robin gave him a picture of Sonara uh, when she meets Candyman because uh, the blue chick holding her balls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, or that that would have been a cool like so. So Daisy knows who she is. Right. So he mm-hmm. so she says to the Candyman like something about, oh, yeah, those are hers. And like uh, he I, I know that I, I keep forgetting the character's actual name, but anyway, Candyman, right? That's Tony Candy, so. Tony Kane. Okay, yeah, Tony Kane, Candyman. So, um, like, this is one of those things where I kind of wish that they would, like, I get why they don't write that very often, like, because as the audience, we all know the story, uh, so why rehash it? But Mm -hmm. I always, like, it always bothers me. Like, I feel like in real life, maybe you would actually share more details, right? Like, maybe in this moment of time, uh, Daisy would say something like, oh, yeah, uh, I remember who she was, Sonara. Uh, I killed her in the future. Those are her balls. Like, she controlled them with her mind. It was crazy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, good thing we're here now. Yeah, I feel like that would open more questions, and they are pressed on time. I know, but it wouldn't... What, what, come on, tell the story. It's just a cool story. I killed someone in the future. I killed an alien in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't know. Like, come on. Like, that's the, he, that's he the difference between stuff, you right? and Daisy Johnson. <laughs> is you you brag about when you kill aliens in the future. Daisy's like, is just like whatever. It's no big thing. That that's true. That is the one difference between us. You're, yep. Well, the two, the hair. We have different hairstyles. That's the true. two differences between myself and fictional character Daisy Johnson. <laughs> yes, fictional superhero <laughs> Daisy Johnson. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, Kane gives her a centipede, mm-hmm. the last centipede serum from season one, uh, but it's missing an ingredient. Uh, apparently, it's Jiaying. 
Yeah, yeah. I, and it, I guess it all, like, the storylines fit together because mm-hmm. uh, uh, John Garrett was Hydra, so that, you know, they were giving him Hydra tech stuff, and Hydra did have Jiaying's blood, right? They Yeah. Um, I, I, I always forget that scientist's name guy, the, the Nazi. Whitehall. Hydra guy. Whitehall, that's right, because he, he cut her open. Mm-hmm. however many times uh, a crazy amount of times to and probably just took a bunch of her blood and all that stuff so yeah yeah it makes sense that like yeah let's experiment with this let's see what we can mm-hmm. do with uh with that so yeah okay yeah my question is why uh garrett made a serum without the healing factor uh maybe he couldn't figure it out but he did with all the other ones. Maybe this was the first one. This is the prototype. And yeah, that could be. I one guy exploded yeah, I, and didn't get back together. So it was like, hey, we should probably do something about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Garrett was dying, right? Like he actually was dying, right? So his maybe his specific one was, yeah, this is the one with Jiaying's blood powers or, or whatever, whatever gives it the the healing factor, like. And the other ones, like, well, essentially the one that went into um, into Deathlock, right? Uh, uh, Peterson. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that one doesn't have the healing factor. Like, okay, well, we can they can experiment with different things, right? They're mm-hmm. Hydra. They've got they've got all the resources of Shield at their disposal at, at that moment in time to, to to play around with. So, yeah, sure. Let's let's make something a little special for this one guy that who's a little high up in our ranks yeah it's it's real lucky that uh they went to these shieldies who knew who jaying was to find it because it would suck because the whole point of this is to heal colson <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah because otherwise That's or true. use him as a bomb <laughs> uh yeah true yeah all right. Anything else for our heroes? I think we're done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got nothing else. Uh, the only other notes I had were talking about multiverse stuff, but yeah, Fitz and Deke, we we already talked about that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good to move on. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break. Then we'll get back into it. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, while at a picnic the other day, I happened across a substance that can control the weather. But I can't control it. It's unstable, highly volatile, and gooey. What should I do with it? Mm, I have no idea. <laughs> Not even something clever. That's... That's right. I should call our friends at Power Injectors. Why didn't I think about them? We're all such great friends. Anyway, the fine people at Power Injectors can help you get your powerful substance inside of you, effectively giving you superpowers. Are you all familiar with Wanda and Pietro Maximoff? When Hydra was trying to give them powers, they didn't call Power Injectors. And look at them now. One is pending a contract renewal, and the other turned into Craven the Hunter. The worst, this worst-case scenario is not the outcome they would have gotten if they called Power Injectors. The next time you see me, I'll be able to control the weather, or at a minimum, the temperature inside my house, which is harder than you'd think in a Florida summer. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free epidural before the procedure. 
Is this because I pointed out that you're not a superhero like Daisy Johnson? Yes, that is very specifically <laughs> why I uh, reached out to these ad partners um, before we started recording this. Yes, <laughs> I thought, I thought you were within the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but I will be able to control the weather soon. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Who's been messing up everything? The Remorath. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Deke says the darkness follows them wherever they go. And we see that the lights go out. Um, and they assume it's from EMP technology. But I think it might be because they're from the Upside Down. <laughs> is that is that a, a thing in the Upside Like taking away light where yeah. they are? Yeah, oh, they, okay. they mess with the light and power every time when they're in the Upside Down. Okay, all right. Huge, huge plot point for season four. <laughs> Tony, I just, I binged all the entire thing within like two or three weeks. So like, it, oh. it's all just a blur to me. Dude, so... I binged it in two days. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so... have you rewatched it since then? No, not season four. Oh, oh okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. No, I meant the the full, all four seasons. No, I did rewatch the first three seasons in preparation to season four and i'll probably watch mm. the first four seasons in preparation for season five in like six years oh okay all right yeah. sounds good yeah uh um, good yeah i mean it, it makes sense that they have some kind of technology right Fitz is is the one who says emp so assume that they're probably gonna not like our technology won't work like our guns but later we see all the guns work so i guess that definitely was not it well, guns usually aren't electronic. Yeah, I wasn't sure why he was saying that. Maybe he was talking about like the icers. Maybe He's there's something ele- electronic there. Lights, he specifically um, said weapons. Yeah, that's or true. someone. Someone said weapons. I don't remember who it was. Was it Simmons? Well, Simmons says their flashlights won't work anymore. Mm. Okay. They do run down saying like lights, walkie talkies. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they said weapons. Arms. Uh, presumably <laughs> Coulson and Yo-Yo's arms would stop working, but I don't think that ever happened. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They did have a call out like, in the episode. Even Coulson said, well, his hand might not work soon. Okay. I was thinking that that's the reason Mac even the shotgun axe was so he could just sit that hand on the pump. And even mm-hmm. if the hand stops working, he still pump it as long as it freezes with a grip. Yeah, exactly. Just keep holding, holding on, and yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Remorath, uh, the alien race, is uh, named for the Remora fish, which are small fish that uh, follow pre- predators and scavenge from their leavings. Like when shark tears into something, they'll eat the little shreds that are left around. Oh, which, okay. which match because these are following bigger, uh, bigger hunters in this case. Um, Thanos and taking what resources they can. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say in this case they're following Thanos, but... Well, that's what okay. they... That's what... 
Isn't that what they say that they're doing? They're, um, there's a little bit in next week's episode. They, okay. they do mention Thanos next week. Um, I didn't, I didn't think that these two were related. I thought that they actually said something different. like we can get into it next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, cause it, it seemed like this was trying to be set up before Thanos and, and all of that. We'll Unless there's, an, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll but that. that's that is what they named it after was those fish that go for the scraps after a bigger hunter. So I figure it fits. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I, I just, I, I, I went with the, you know, the description Deke gave before of, yeah, these, these are the guys like they show up and they kill a bunch of people and we give them exactly what they want mm-hmm. and we thank them for leaving and leaving us alive. Like that's that's everyone's interaction with them um they don't seem like they hunt for scraps <laughs> kind of well kind of they people. are because they they gave it the reason they came to earth in deke's timeline was because earth was destroyed already i guess that's true or they were already there like they are now um, but i mean they're there because Thanos <laughs> is there <laughs> all right Let's argue about this next week. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All uh, right. Anything else for our villains, then? No, that's it. I mean, they were the villains, right? You got yeah. Kovas a little bit, but n- yeah. not really. Yeah, I got nothing yeah. for him. All right. All right, moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Talbot. Uh, we opened the episode with him dreaming about the opening to Star Trek The Next Generation with all the planets mm-hmm. flying by. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I assume, I assume for a little bit that the numbers he was accounting were like some of the best episodes of Star Trek. Oh, did you look any of those up? I, I did not, because I was going to do it at the end, but then they said later it was, like, the codes. Although, like, if, like, Fitz did the codes, they could be the codes based off the best episode of Star Trek. We don't know. They <laughs> <laughs> could, yeah. Th- those yeah. weren't codes, though, right? Those were those were the coordinates. Oh, they're coordinates. Of the lighthouse. Yeah. Then, the lighthouses, yeah. Then Fitz established coordinates throughout history to match with the best episodes of Star Trek. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, he goes with Yo-Yo. We talked about this. He shoots Gemma uh, while saying the whole time that he can fix this. He can fix this. He can fix it. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. did not mm-hmm. have faith that he could fix it. Um. But then he takes all the gra- or ninety what one percent of gravitonium, and I don't know if he fixes it, but he's on his way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he fixes the immediate situation yeah. of them all being attacked by aliens. Yeah, so there's something. Yeah, and then he goes to f- talk to the aliens with Coulson, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how the episode ends. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh. Yeah, I think we'll be talking a little bit more about Talbot next week. Yeah, yeah, th- this is this is a intro, right? This is his superhero origin story. This episode, 
And it's it's just like the other ones, right? You know, you spend the entire episode, you get your powers, and it's not until the end that you're actually fully start using your powers and mm-hmm. looking cool. So it's it's par for the course. Next week, I'm sure it'll be like the second movie that the, the superhero gets. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the other guy in the chair, um, Rick Stoner's mustache is awesome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, actually, I did have one other. Uh, yeah. So Davis, right? Because we, we've talked about about them before um so davis was talking with oh now i can't remember her name we we were piper that's right because those two are always working together and so um there there was a scene where davis says you know i i I got out of there with without with with only a scratch uh and this is uh and piper's like completely surprised like oh wow like did did you tell anyone else about it like oh no they're all they're all busy right aliens are attacking all that stuff yeah um but yeah like i it was just uh, that part right there was absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> I started laughing because I mean, this is, this is it. This is how you eventually become a named hero, right? They're, they're named and they have to keep living, but this is how they eventually become one of the main characters mm-hmm. in, in shield. Um, spoiler alert. That does not happen this season. I don't know if it happens later. I'm not going to reveal anything for yeah. season six or seven, but uh, this season, no, it doesn't happen. Um, but uh yeah this is this is essentially how that happens um and uh because i I mentioned that earlier like hey i know uh that when yo-yo was uh in that uh you know in that scene fighting with two other people it was davis and piper uh it was because piper had a line um or well yo-yo said that she's invincible and so piper said oh well that makes two of you great so she (laughs) she was convinced that she would be the one to die she would be the the standard red shirt of the group but no good for her she still ran after that all right. Um, yeah, let's move on to 12% of the plan, if you have anything. Uh, no, I've got nothing else. Mm-hmm. How about you? Same here. So, Al, how are we going to rate this episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Well, Tony, how many um, red shirts turned heroes do you give this episode? I give this episode three and a half red shirts turned heroes. Unfortunately, that half a red shirt, uh, he was going to become a hero, then he was cut in half. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, of I mean, yeah, yeah, it it was good. It was a lot of setup. Um, I just want to get up to see what happens with Talbot. So, <laughs> and there was a lot of action that didn't go anywhere. But it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you there. I I'm giving it the exact same rating for same reasons. Right there was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was never worried about Shieldies being in danger in this. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, especially since for the past, I don't know how many episodes, they've effectively told us, okay, these characters you know live, so don't worry about them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's it. Uh, kind of cool, I guess, that Talbot got some kind of powers. Yay, I guess. Yeah, I did was... not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were told about it. Uh, what a week or two ago? Because um, Robin had the drawing on the on there. Yeah, but yeah, 
I also I, I remembered, but yes, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do like that uh, he can fly now, presumably, and that was his power in Heroes. <laughs> That's right. I forgot the actor was in Heroes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess it's time to wrap it up. Join us next time as we cover the next episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 5, Episode 20, The One Who Will Save Us All. I'm assuming uh, Tony Stark's in that episode. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five-star rating on whatever podcast app you're using. Oh, also follow us on Instagram. I forgot to update this. Uh, As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day.